The following is a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. What's up? What's up? What's up? It's your boy, young Tuesday evening, aka Mr. Visiting Hours, aka Young Constantly Blocked Nose, aka, to be honest, it's quite difficult to speak because my nose is so blocked, aka Bedroom like a sauna, a.k.a. Mr. Haven't slept properly in about a week, a.k.a. Mr. If only you knew what my life was actually like, a.k.a. Young Itchy Nose. It's your fucking boy, Jack Fox. A.K.A. Mr. Mouth Breather. And it's time for another episode of Tired and Inspired. And this week, I'm very tired. But how's it going? I hope you're well. My dulcet tones are soothing you. I don't know know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um... God damn, it's been a week. It's been a week. Uh, I can't remember the last time I recorded this would have been last Tuesday, I think. And uh, me and I believe me and I... Oh, sorry. Uh, so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, me and I just got into hospital. And uh, not much has changed. Not much has changed. Me and I still in hospital, unfortunately. Seemingly getting better, which is good. My nose is so fucking blocked. Jesus Christ. Sorry. Uh, been going to the hospital like twice a day to visit me, Nana. Uh, it's too much. It's too much, frankly. Uh, hospital Hospitals are depressing and not very nice. And got to park miles away. And I don't like going, but I want to see me, Nana, because I want to make sure she's all right. But I don't like going. And also, I'm always, always, I know I joke a lot on this podcast about how I'm old and everything, but I am always the youngest person on the ward, walking into the particular ward that she's in, the particular wing of the hospital. I am the youngest person there, which means, which doesn't which doesn't make me feel good, by the way. I know why people sometimes say, I'm the youngest person. Yeah, no, it doesn't make me feel good. That, what that means to me is I'm surrounded by old people who I have nothing in common with, but will still force their sh- shit onto me. I have two stories, one longer than the next, uh, one shorter than the next, about lifts at the hospital. No, I mean actual elevators. The first one pertains to what I was just talking about, being surrounded by old people and having to put up with their shit. 
Why do middle-aged, I'm going to say it, white middle-aged women, why do most white middle-aged women believe that life owes them something? Went to the hospital, was going to get in the lift, we then was on the second floor. Now, I would normally just take the stairs, but I'm with me mom who has a bad leg. It's just all funny games in this house, right? Live with old people, they said. Look after your family, they actually, nobody said that. In fact, nobody said that. Nobody advised me to do this, but here we are, looking after two women, one well into their 60s and one on their way to 90, and here we are. I would take the stairs because it's two flights of stairs and I don't have to be stuck in a lift that looks like I'm inside of a cheese grater with other old people. But no, my mom's got a bad leg. So we're getting the lift and there's three floors in the, this wing of the hospital and the majority of people are going up to the second floor because I don't know, that's just where everybody gets, that's where we're getting off, it's going to be on the second floor, she's in Ward 6, I believe. I don't know, I just know your way around it. Uh, we get in the lift, the lift starts moving. The lift stops at the first floor. All of us in the lift are all going up to the second floor, but the lift stops and opens the door on the first floor. And the woman standing in front of me in the lift tuts. So, you know, lift closes, going up. And the lift goes up, and it gets to and the little screen you see goes up to floor one, stops, doors opening, ping, and the doors start open. And the woman in front of me turns to who I assume was her husband, could be her brother, could be her dad, who knows, and goes, Hey, man, there's other people in this hospital that may need to get on the lift who are on a different floor to you. Have you been in a lift before? Do you know how much of a life... Have a, have an, do you know how much of an... Oh, <coughs> do you know how much of an advantage you have in life if you are able to have the choice between taking the stairs and getting the lift? If you're and have a problem with somebody getting on the first floor to go up a level in the lift, take the stairs. What else does this woman... Does, does Every time this woman goes to the toilet and there's a queue, she's like, for fuck's sake. Does this woman just expect every road she's ever driven on to just be clear at all times? She's never stuck behind a car. Every traffic light's just on green for this woman. How can you get into a lift and ask for the second floor and then be annoyed when the lift stops at the first floor? All a lift's job... When you get into a lift, you sign a contract... When you get into a lift and you are going more than one level above, you sign a contract knowing this might stop at the next level. 
The world doesn't suddenly owe you something because it doesn't do directly exactly what you want it to do in the next step. And obviously nobody else, in, the, in fact, I'm pretty sure everybody else on the left, who also was all middle-aged white people, probably all felt exactly the same, but just didn't voice their opinions. How quickly does life owe you something? When it's not even a problem. It's just another person getting on the lift who wants to go up a Take the stairs, man. I realise I realize that that wasn't very funny, but I just feel like I really had to. It's just the just the constant like. I had this conversation with my mum, who also is a middle aged white woman, who probably is a bit older than middle aged now. Um, who will or she's not she's not quite a Karen, you know, but she always has. She will always complain about something. And this is definitely a generational thing because in my generation, if like a waiter, if you're at a restaurant and a waiter messes up your meal, messes up your order, hears you wrong, brings you, if you order, I don't know, a fucking, a pizza and a side of chips, okay? And then the waiter comes, brings you a pizza, forgets your chips. I'd be like a few minutes. I'd give him. A, I'd give the waiter first of all. I'd give the waiter a few minutes. I wouldn't be like as soon as I bring the pizza. I also order chips, right? You know what I mean? Give him a few minutes. Excuse me. I I don't know if you remember. I also ordered chips. I was just wondering where they are. If that's not a problem, that's fine. That's me. <coughs> but me, ma'am, and I assume this other bitch in the lift is like as soon as the pizza's laid down on the table. I also order chips, by the way. And then we'll complain. I fucking all that chips. You know what I mean? And that goes for all... I'm just obsessed with food, so... I can't believe how much these people think that life owes them something. And I'm sure it's a generational thing, because people my age would all be the same. Because that waiter, that person working in that restaurant... Don't get me wrong. That person working in that restaurant, who you ordered pizza and chips from, doesn't give a... Fuck, and nor would I, to be honest. If I worked in a restaurant, I wouldn't give a sink. I'd be getting everybody's orders wrong. I wouldn't be writing nothing down. I'd just be like, ah, just give them... What is an Italian restaurant? Ah, just give them fish and chips or something. Give us a fuck, you know what I mean? We're all going to die. It's fine. Just give us a shit. (sighs) All right. Time for a quick word from our sponsors. Today's episode of Tired and Inspired is brought to you by Straight Up Raw Dog in Life. Do you take vitamins in the morning? Do you take other tablets to help your ailments? Not this, Fox. I'm straight up out here on one half of a tablet a day and occasionally a paracetamol before bed. Wish I was joking, but I'm not. I don't feel very well. Uh, while I've got you here, not a lot of gigs going on this week. On Saturday, if you listen to this on Thursday, um, Hive Mind are playing at any volume in Stockton, supporting Queen Cult. That'll be really fun. And then the big one next month, the 16th of September, 
Hi Finder playing a headline show at the Head of Steam. That'll be a lot of fun. I would appreciate it if you can get some tickets and come along and see a show. Yay! Difficult to uh, focus on the, the old career there when uh, seemingly a lot preoccupied with what's going on at the hospital. Sorry if I just hit made a big noise there. Just hit my uh, headphones off the mic. I'm just staring out the window my bedroom where the sun's setting. It looks very nice. I like looking at the sky because uh, I'm gay. Um, <coughs> fuck. <coughs> um, so, <laughs> my other lift story. <laughs> Yesterday... Maybe it was Sunday. All my days are rolling into one because all my days consist of waking up, having some water for breakfast, not food because I don't eat breakfast because I'm not an animal, uh, going to the hospital, coming back home for an hour, going back to the hospital, coming back home, and then it's like nine o'clock. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where did the entire day go? Um, but the other day, my mother and I went to the hospital, visited me nana. She was having a bit of an off day, to be perfectly honest. She wasn't doing too good. <coughs> Box sake. I'm sorry, I've got to take a drink of water here. She was having a bit of an off day. Uh, Yumi Lena has dementia. And uh, sometimes if she gets tired, a dementia seemingly ramps. I don't want to... I'm sorry. This is like... None of my other friends have any issues. Like, all my, Whenever I see my friends, we're always talking about shit that's happening in pop culture. Cool shit they've been up to. Cool things they've seen, cool things that they've done, cool shit them and their partners done, uh, festivals they've been to, all this cool shit. And I'm like, oh, uh, do you know what? Actually, old people are supposed to have four pints of liquid a day. And uh, do you know any different makes of stair lifts? I don't know any. You know what? It's fuck's sake, man. I'm sorry. But it's 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 my podcast. I do what I want. So this is what I want to talk about. Uh, I mean, that is tired. And dementia goes a bit. Woohoo. So she was, you know, she wasn't doing too good. She was very tired. And it was kind of sad. And, Whatever. So, coming out, uh, maybe mom kind of sat outside the ward for a bit, just for a minute, just to gather ourselves, and we got some information from the doctor about what to do next, and we were just debating what's the best thing to do, and whatever, whatever. So, we, we sat for a little bit, and then we're like, all right, fuck it, it's pointless sitting here, we'll just, we'll just, we'll just go home. So, we got in the lift, and we were in there, unsurprisingly, with, it was me, me mom, and five other older to middle-aged white women in the lift. One of them was in a uh, mobility scooter type thing. It wasn't out of the ordinary, and that's what I'm used to seeing in the hospital. It wasn't bothered. wasn't phased by it at all. We pressed the button to go. We're all going to the ground floor. We're all there for visiting hours, and we're all going, going from the ground floor. We're leaving. And we get down to the ground floor, and the little thing, the little screen in the lift has a little G, so we know it's the ground floor. And we're all just kind of standing there, not really, we don't really know, we don't know each other, we're just kind of standing there talking. And the door doesn't open, and we're like, okay, well, let's, you know, we'll just give it a second, we'll just wait there, and uh, just wait for the door to open, and it's just usual, you know. I have been in the lift before, like that other woman from the first story, so I understand that sometimes, you know, it's just, these things might just happen, so I'll just give it another second, yeah, and just, any second now the door will be open, and that'll be, uh, that'll be fine, and uh, just waiting for the... No, the door's still not open. Well, that's fine, that's fine. And at this point, I noticed on the screen... <laughs> sorry. The G for ground floor has turned into a small G. Not a, not a 
lowercase g, but from the big G it was to a small g, and then underneath that G in a ticker, you know, along like I think scrolling words across like the screen of three words that you really want to see appear when you're stuck in a lift with six older white women. Out of service. And then it dawns on me. I'm stuck in a fucking lift in South Tyneside District Hospital with six old women. Cool. Awesome. That would that's really cool, man. To just go on top of my already really cool week. And now I know some people have it worse than me. I know some people starving and whatever, whatever. But if you're listening, if you are listening to this, if you're listening to this podcast, if you have time in your day to listen to this podcast, you, my friend, don't give a fuck about those people. Because if you really cared about the people starving in Africa, dying with whatever diseases they've got in Ethiopia, homeless people that are living on the streets here in England... Whatever, whatever. You, there's no way you've got time in your day to stop fighting that particular fight and then tune in tired and inspired. So if anything, you're worse than me, okay? <laughs> that way to retain an audience, Jack. Yeah, make sure you call your audience scumbags. So there... Oh, shit, sorry. So there we are. The seven of us. Stuck in a lift in the hospital. Now, you might want to ask yourself... Is the person in the mobility scooter deaf? Yes. Was that an issue? Yes. Was she scared? Yes. Could we communicate with her what we were doing to make everything okay? No. Was the person who got in the lift last a very small lady who was very claustrophobic? Yes. Did that help? No. You might be asking yourself, well, you mustn't have been stuck in there for that long, Jack. What, you must have been in there like five minutes before someone came along? Try... 45 minutes we were stuck in the lift and then halfway through that time we were stuck in the lift the lights went out so now i'm stuck in a big silver tin can which looks like the prop set from a hype williams music video or the inside of a cheese grater with i'll keep reiterating it six old women and me and to be quite frank and to be honest with you i couldn't stop laughing because it was arguably the funniest thing that's ever happened to me in my entire life and i once met al murray <laughs> and there's so many things going through my head and i thought you know what for the sake of keeping everyone calm i'll not say some of the things that are going through my head <coughs> but the minute that we realised we were stuck in the lift and we pressed the emergency call button. And we pressed the emergency... Uh, by the way, we pressed the emergency call button, phoned wherever office was whatever, the office that the emergency call button goes to, which isn't what you think. It isn't in the northeast, by the way, because somebody with a Midlands accent answered the phone. And they just basically said, yep, yeah, there'll be someone with you soon. Just try and relax yeah yeah no problem we'll just try and relax while we're stuck in this fucking massive washing machine of a with the lights off 
when the lights went out, the thought through my head was to say out loud, this is just like how the fortune teller said I would die. Now, did I say that? No. Did I keep it to myself? Yes. Did I later tell me, ma'am? Yes. Did she like it? No. Did she understand what I was talking about? No, not really. She then asked me, what fortune teller? And then I sweet chin music to her in the face. But that's neither here nor there. I was looking around the lift. And I did think to myself, if it comes down to it, if we're stuck in here for a long period of time, I'm fairly confident I could take all of them in a fight and it would eat one of them. But I didn't want it to come to that, but I think if it did, the deaf lady in the in the mobility scooter would have gotten it first. But that's just the way it goes. It's dog eat dog out there in these elevators, you know what I mean? And I mean if if it was some sort of nuclear thing that got in the way and we were safe because we were in an elevator shaft sort of thing and we did have to repopulate the uh the world I would do it. Not me, ma'am, obviously. Look, don't even, not me, but the other ladies. That, there was one who was, must have been in her 50s. I was like, fine, look, I'll do it. Like, Christina, I love you to death, but if you're gone in a nuclear blast, then I've got to do what I've got to do to save mankind, you know what I mean? What am I talking about? <laughs> Stuck in a lift, man. Stuck in a lift in a hospital after visiting my very sick nana in the hospital. You listen to what I'm saying? This isn't the plot of a movie. This is me, Jack Fox, stuck in a lift in the South Tyneside District Hospital for 45 minutes to an hour. What? What the fuck is my life? In the pitch darkness as well. I had me phone out. Of course, when they get me phone out and ring the front desk of the hospital, but no service. We ended up just banging on the door until somebody actually came and opened the thing for us. We were all sweating. All was sweating. Sweating. The heat just goes crazy. So, if there's one thing I would advise, take the stairs, man. If there's anything you're going to take away from this episode, just take the stairs. <clears throat> Went to visit me there tonight, and um, sorry, this is all about me there. But again, this is all I've happened, all I've experienced in the last week. There's a uh, a new patient who's moved in the bed opposite me there. Uh, when I say me there has dementia, she does. But this lady opposite has dementia on cocaine. It's really bad. She came over to talk to us. First of all, she thought. The ward was her house. So every time there's any beeping on any machines, which often is, if you've never been to a hospital, you know, there's just machines that beep all the time in different rooms, phones going all the time. Anytime there was a machine beeping, the lady opposite me then, I thought it was her front doorbell ringing. So she'd get up to answer the door, which the door was open on her ward already. So what's she doing? I don't know. She made her way over. There's there's four beds in Minana's ward, so she's making her way over to everybody, talking, chatting, shit. She's putting her makeup. I mean, she's old. She's like, you know, 80s, 90s, whatever. She's getting about all right. She's walking about all right, fine. Uh, she came over to talk to us because, of course, she did. Of course, she did. Of course, we got lumped with her because, of course, she did. Came over to talk to us, and I think, my mum thinks she was being genuine. And I think she was being genuine. But I think she was telling a story. She was just talking. 
just talking. Stream of consciousness is talking. Much like this podcast. And I think she was telling us about her life, but mixing up the stories that happened in her life with like movies or books she's read or shit from TV series because she was just chopping and changing her stories all the time. And uh, I thought that was really funny. I shouldn't laugh. And I, I say it was really funny. I was actually really upset by it because it's really sad. Because, again, I don't want to turn this into a sad sop, whatever. But I end my comedy sets by talking about death and stuff because I can't help it, man. It's If we're all striving to live long lives, I've been around old people too much. Uh, maybe I'm, I'm going to be more... Maybe this is, this is the thing, though. Maybe I'm going to be more prepared. I like being prepared. I like knowing what I'm doing. I mean, that's a bit ADHD and a bit OCD. If I don't know what I'm doing, where I'm going, what time I've got to be at a place, then I'll get really annoyed by it. So maybe this is me... Maybe this is me doing my doing a recce. I'm doing a recce on life. <laughs> I don't know what a recce stands for. But when I've got a gig in a new venue, I don't know where it is, I'll do a recce. I'll go on Google, I'll search out the venue, I'll know where to drive. I won't just put it in my sat-nav on the day and just drive there. I'll know where I'm going, what turns I've got to make and everything like that. I will put it on my sat-nav as well, right? But this is me, I'm doing a recce on life. I'm hanging out with old people, I know what to expect when I get older. And if it just turns into a fucking dementia, free-for-all, we're all losing our minds, shit in our pants... Not eating, not drinking, being in hospital, then I know exactly what to expect. This woman opposite called Joan, she was talking, I mean, you know, she was saying her husband passed away and her kids passed away. And then she talked about, you know, whenever you come to this place, this house, you always get trapped really kindly. You always get a cup of tea and, oh, I must, I must go out and get some, uh, what was she saying? I must go out and get some envelopes. All right, man. And she was talking about... She said something about her, her son. When her son was young, he used to scale the side of the building. And, uh, I think she was talking about Spider-Man or Superman or some shit. Oh, man. It was really sad, man. I, I was I was laughing at the time because it was kind of cute because it just kind of is. But if that's what if that's what's life's for, man, it's... Why are we dying to live if we're just living to die? I feel like I'm kissing goodbye to everything that I like. Christ, I'm sorry, man. The lift stuff was kind of funny, but this is just a downer. But I'll just wrap it up there. I'm sorry, I need to get that off my chest. I'm, uh, I'm sorry. This is another thing, man. A lot of my friends are all happy. And the, and this all this should be, man. Life should be happy. And, you know, you only get one life. you got to live it. Um... But when it's fucking up with your family and stuff, then... I don't know. Alright, well, thanks for listening. I'm sorry this has been such a downer episode. Uh, Christina will be here soon. And we'll do some fun episodes together. Uh, I think, you know, by this time next week, hopefully my dad will be home. There'll be no lifts to take. And there'll be no crazy old people in the bed opposite her and then we can just get back to normality hopefully fucking hell stay stay healthy man drink plenty of water look 
Look, <laughs> I talk about drinks a lot on this podcast. Drink plenty water is what I will say. Constantly make sure you're drinking water, man. Because uh, just, just do it. Just fucking do it. Take it from a guy who's chronically unhealthy but still drinks plenty water. All right? Just drink plenty water. Thanks for listening. Stay safe. Take the stairs. That was a Feltnout production. To find out more, visit feltnout.co.uk. And she's buying a stairway to heaven.